Welcome to evening prayer. Please join me in the first verse of hymn 389. If to the Lord's anointed, great David's greatest son, hail in the time appointed, his reign on earth begun. He comes to break oppression, to set the captive free. To take away transgression and rule in equity. The order of evening prayer daily throughout the year is found beginning on page 17 of the Book of Common Prayer. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. A broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. Dearly beloved brethren, the scripture moveth us in sundry places to acknowledge and confess our manifold sins and wickedness, and that we should not dissemble nor cloak them before the face of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, but confess them with an humble, lowly, penitent, and obedient heart, to the end that we may obtain forgiveness of the same by his infinite goodness and mercy. And although we ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before God, yet ought we most chiefly so to do, when we assemble and meet together to render thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to set forth his most worthy praise, to hear his most holy word, and to ask those things which are requisite and necessary, as well for the body as the soul. Wherefore I pray and beseech you, as many as are here present, to accompany me with a pure heart and humble voice under the throne of the heavenly grace, saying after me. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And grant a most merciful Father for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desireth not the death of a sinner, but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, and hath given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardoneth, and absolveth all those who truly repent, and unfeignedly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, let us beseech him to grant us true repentance and his holy spirit, that those things may please him which we do at this present, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy, through Jesus Christ our Lord. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall shout forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. portion of the Psalter appointed for the evening prayer the 15th day is Psalm 78, found beginning on page 461 of the Book of Common Prayer. We'll say the psalm in unison. Hear my law, O my people. Incline your ears unto the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will declare hard sentences of old which we have heard and known, and such as our fathers have told us, that we should not hide them from the children of the generations to come, but to show the honor of the Lord his mighty and wonderful works that he hath done. He made a covenant with Jacob and gave Israel a law, which he commanded our forefathers to teach their children, that their posterity might know it, and the children which were yet unborn, to the intent that when they came up, they might show their children the same, that they might put their trust in God, and not to forget the works of God, but to keep his commandments, and not to be as their forefathers, a faithless and stubborn generation, a generation that set not their heart aright, and whose spirit cleaved not steadfastly unto God like as the children of Ephraim, who, being harnessed and carrying bows, turned themselves back in the day of battle. They kept not the covenant of God, and would not walk in his law, but forgot what he had done, and the wonderful works that he had showed for them. Marvelous things did he in the sign of our forefathers in the land of Egypt, even in the field of Zoan. He divided the sea and let them go through. He made the waters to stand on a heap. In the daytime also he led them with a cloud, and all the night through with a light of fire. He clave the hard rocks in the wilderness and gave them drink thereof as it had been out of the great depth. He brought waters out of the stony rock so that it gushed out like the rivers. Yet for all this they sinned more against him, and provoked the Most Highest in the wilderness. They tempted God in their hearts, and required meat for their lust. 
they spake against God also, saying, Shall God prepare a table in the wilderness? He smote the stony rock indeed, that the waters gushed out and the streams flowed withal. But can he give bread also, or provide flesh for his people? When the Lord heard this, he was wroth. So the fire was kindled in Jacob, and there came up heavy displeasure against Israel, because they believed not in God and put not their trust in his help. So he commanded the clouds above, and opened the doors of heaven. He rained down manna also upon them for to eat, and gave them food from heaven. So man did eat angels' food, for he sent them meat enough. He caused the east wind to blow under heaven, and through his power he brought in the southwest wind. He rained flesh upon them as thick as dust, and feathered fowls like as the sand of the sea. He let it fall among their tents, even round about their habitation. So they did eat and were well filled, for he gave them their own desire. They were not disappointed of their lust. But while the meat was yet in their mouths, the heavy wrath of God came upon them and slew the wealthiest of them. Yea, and smote down the chosen men that were in Israel. But for all this they sinned yet more, and believed not his wondrous works. Therefore their days did he consume in vanity, and their years in trouble. When he slew them, they sought him, and turned them early, and inquired after God. And they remembered that God was their strength, and that the high God was their Redeemer. Nevertheless, they did but flatter him with their mouth, and dissembled with him in their tongue. For their heart was not whole with him, neither continued they steadfast in his covenant. But he was so merciful that he forgave their misdeeds, and destroyed them not. Yea, many a time turned he his wrath away, and would not suffer his whole displeasure to arise. For he considered that they were but flesh, and that they were even a wind that passeth away and cometh not again. Many a time did they provoke him in the wilderness, and grieved him in the desert. They turned back and tempted God, and moved the Holy One in Israel. They thought not of his hand, and of the day when he delivered them from the hand of the enemy how he had wrought his miracles in Egypt and his wonders in the field of Zoan. He turned their waters into blood so that they might not drink of the rivers. He sent lice among them and devoured them up and frogs to destroy them. He gave their fruit under the caterpillar and their labor under the grasshopper. He destroyed their vines with hailstones and their mulberry trees with the frost. He smote their cattle also with hailstones, and their flocks with hot thunderbolts. He cast upon them the furiousness of his wrath, anger, displeasure, and trouble, and sent evil angels among them. He made a way for his indignation, and spared not their soul from death, but gave their life over to the pestilence, and smote all the firstborn in Egypt the most principal and mightiest in the dwellings of Ham. But as for his own people, 
he led them forth like sheep and carried them in the wilderness like a flock. He brought them out safely that they should not fear and overwhelmed their enemies with the sea and brought them within the borders of his sanctuary even to his mountain which he purchased with his right hand. He cast out the heathen also before them, caused their land to be divided among them for an heritage, and made the tribes of Israel to dwell in their tents. So they tempted and displeased the Most High God, and kept not his testimonies, but turned their backs and fell away like their forefathers, starting aside like a broken bow. For they grieved him with their hill altars, and provoked him to displeasure with their images. When God heard this, he was wroth, and took sore displeasure at Israel, so that he forsook the tabernacle in Shiloh, even the tent that he had pitched among men. He delivered their power into captivity, and their beauty into the enemy's hand. He gave his people over also unto the sword, and was wroth with his inheritance. The fire consumed their young men, and their maidens were not given in marriage. Their priests were slain with the sword, and there were no widows to make lamentation. So the Lord awaked as one out of sleep, and like a giant refreshed with wine, he smote his enemies backward and put them to a perpetual shame. He refused the tabernacle of Joseph, and chose not the tribe of Ephraim, but chose the tribe of Judah, even the hill of Sion which he loved. And there he built his temple on high, and laid the foundation of it like the ground which he hath made continually. He chose David also his servant, and took away him from the sheepfolds. As he was following the ewes, great with young ones, he took him, that he might feed Jacob his people and Israel his inheritance. So he fed them with a faithful and true heart, and ruled them prudently with all his power. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the third chapter of the book of Habakkuk. A prayer of Habakkuk the prophet under Shigonath. O Lord, I have heard thy speech and was afraid. O Lord, revive thy work in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years make known, in wrath remember mercy. God came from Teman, and the Holy One from Mount Paran, Selah. His glory covered the heavens, and the earth was full of his praise. And his brightness was as the light. He had horns coming out of his hand, and there was the hiding of his power. Before him went the pestilence, and burning coals went forth at his feet. He stood and measured the earth. He beheld and drove asunder the nations. And the everlasting mountains were scattered. The perpetual hills did bow. His ways are everlasting. I saw the tents of Cushan in affliction, and the curtains of the land of Midian did tremble. Was the Lord displeased against the rivers? Was thine anger against the rivers? Was thy wrath against the sea, that thou didst ride upon thine horses and thy chariots of salvation? 
Thy bow was made quite naked, according to the oaths of the tribes, even thy word, Selah. Thou didst cleave the earth with rivers. The mountains saw thee, and they trembled. The overflowing of the water passed by. The deep uttered his voice, and lifted up his hands on high. The sun and moon stood still in their habitation. At the light of thine arrows they went, at the shining of thy glittering spear. Thou didst march through the land in indignation, thou didst thresh the heathen in anger. Thou wentest forth for the salvation of thy people, even for salvation with thine anointed. Thou woundest the head out of the house of the wicked by discovering the fountain unto the neck. Selah. Thou didst strike through with his staves the head of his villages. They came out as a whirlwind to scatter me. Their rejoicing was as to devour the poor secretly. Thou didst walk through the sea with thine horses, through the heap of great waters. When I heard, my belly trembled. My lips quivered at the voice. Rottenness entered into my bones, and I trembled in myself, that I might rest in the day of trouble when he cometh up unto the people. He will invade them with his troops. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines. The labor of the olive shall fail, and the field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength, and he will make my feet like hinds feet, and he will make me to walk upon mine high places. To the chief singer are my string instruments. Here ended the first lesson. The Magnificat. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the loneliness of his handmaiden. For me all from henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and only is his name, and his mercy is on them that fear him. Throughout all generations, he has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, 
as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, who world without end, amen. Here beginneth the 16th chapter of the Epistle of Paul the Apostle to the Romans. I commend unto you Phoebe, our sister, which is a servant of the church which is at Sancria, that ye receive her in the Lord as becometh saints, and that ye assist her in whatsoever business she hath need of you, for she hath been a succorer of many, and of myself also. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my helpers in Christ Jesus, who have for my life laid down their own necks, unto whom not only I give thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. Likewise, greet the church that is in their house. Salute my well-beloved Epinetus, who is the firstfruits of Achaia unto Christ. Greet Mary, who bestowed much labor on us. Salute Andronicus and Judea, my kinsmen, and my fellow prisoners, who are of note among the apostles, who also were in Christ before me. Greet Amplius, my beloved in the Lord. Salute Urban, our helper in Christ, and Stachys, my beloved. Salute Apelles, approved in Christ. Salute them which are of Aristobulus's household. Salute Herodian, my kinsman. Greet them that be of the household of Narcissus, which are in the Lord. Salute Tryphena and Tryphosa, who labor in the Lord. Salute the beloved Persis, which labored much in the Lord. Salute Rufus, chosen in the Lord, and his mother and mine. Salute Asyncritus, Phlegon, Hermas, Patrobus, Hermes, and the brethren which are with them. Salute Philologus and Julia, Nerus and his sister, and Olympus, and all the saints which are with them. Salute one another with an holy kiss. The churches of Christ salute you. Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. For your obedience is come abroad unto all men. I am glad, therefore, on your behalf, but yet I would have you wise unto that which is good and simple concerning evil. And the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Timotheus, my workfellow, and Lucius and Jason and Sosipater, my kinsmen, salute you. I, Tertius, who wrote this epistle, salute you in the Lord. Gaius, mine host, and of the whole church, saluted you. Erastus, the chamberlain of the city, saluted you, and Cordus, a brother. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began, but now is made manifest, and by the scriptures of the prophets, according to the commandment of the everlasting God, 
made known to all nations for the obedience of faith. To God only wise be glory through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. Irenaeth, the second lesson. The Nectamidus. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end, man. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save them that rule, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. 
because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only thou, O God. O God, make clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. The call for the thirteenth Sunday after Trinity. Almighty and merciful God, of whose gift alone it cometh, that thy faithful people do unto thee true and laudable service. Grant, we beseech thee, that we may so faithfully serve thee in this life, that we fail not finally to attain thy heavenly promises, to the merits of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that both our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. O God, the Creator and Preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving help unto all nations. More especially, we pray for the good estate of the Catholic Church, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and all the faith and unity of spirit, and the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom our prayers are desired. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Almighty God, who has given us grace at this time with one accord, to make our common supplications unto thee, and has promised that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, thou wilt grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants, as may be most expedient for them, granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth, and in the world to come life everlasting. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost, be with us all evermore. Please join me in the third verse of hymn 389. He shall come down like showers upon the fruitful earth and love, joy, hope like flowers Bring in his path to birth. Before him on the mountains shall peace the herald go, and righteousness in fountains from here to valley flow. 